love you. Hey there, Couch Potatoes. Faces Leon here. Just wanted to give you a, a, a quick explanation, I suppose. Uh, we will still be continuing our Born playlist next Monday. Uh, we couldn't get the last episode out to you, the Jason Bourne episode, on this Monday due to scheduling conflicts. But the episode is recorded and it will be on its way. So we'll see you next time. Or I suppose this time because you're listening to the episode. Enjoy. Chill, fuck, ladies and men. We're glad to have you here again. So please, won't you come on in and sit with us here on the catch? I am the Green Traveler. Uh, I, I am the Faceless Leon, and I hate it when you make me think of references, and then I can't think of what the title of it is <laughs> so I can reference it. See, that was my best uh, televangelist impression. Oh, okay, but it reminded me of, uh, fuck, why can't I remember the title of it? It's that country show that was on in, like, the 60s and 70s, Yeehaw. So, is that Yeehaw. it? Yeehaw. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me of that. We watched some Yeehaw. You watched we that? We watched some Yeehaw back in my day. Yep, well, yep. I, I did not watch, I don't recall ever watching it, but we watched at least three different documentaries about it. well uh, i remember watching that show yeah my parents watched it i think it was probably on around the same time as benny hill which was a a questionable show that you know i don't know if i should have watched it as a kid but i certainly did and uh yeah benny hill though that was fun i could blame it all on the parents i blame it all on you guys everything all this madness is because of you shit (laughs) Do you remember the Biography Channel? I do. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure we watched it. it w- I think that what I'm thinking of is like they did a back-to-back of country stars, and they were like all in, in hee-haw or whatever. Hee-haw. Yeah. <laughs> now, ladies and folks, <laughs> Mr. Conway Twitty. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that was... I don't remember if that was hee haw or not, but oh my god, I think it was. <laughs> I think it was. I I don't know. Probably not. Who knows? And uh, then Family Guy ran with it for like ten years. But you know what? The biography channel makes me think of. It makes me think. What if George Washington became king? Oh yeah, yeah. It makes me think uh, of that Inside Actor Studio. <laughs> and I don't think it was on that show or that channel, but that's what I think of when I think of biography. <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever watch Inside Actor Studio? No, I. Oh, uh, I can't remember. I can't remember the host. He was a very iconic guy, but uh, it, it was always like they would just sit down actors and go through their whole lives. You know, it was like an in-depth interview about like oh, that's cool. wh- how they came to be where they're at. And at the end of it, they always asked him a very, like, a 10-question questionnaire. And uh, it, it was always, like, one of them was, like, what's your favorite curse word? And, you know, they would always come up with their own curse words. You know, that was always fun. And then uh, I remember – I just remember specifically that the last uh, question I, – I say specifically, but I don't remember the question at all. But I remember it was uh, 
irregardless of there's that word again irregardless i always say irregardless it's not a fucking word regardless of your beliefs your religious beliefs uh if you die and go to uh and you find out that it's heaven you go to heaven and you see saint peter you know what what would you like him to say to you what would be his your first words or his first words to you something along those lines it's always interesting how people would people would answer that question because you get people of all different religious beliefs throughout the you know throughout all of these different interviews and it was it was always fun on how they would how they would approach that question. <laughs> right, right. Interesting. Yeah. Long long segue well, from well, uh from <laughs> what if the world were green? It is green. Oh, well what if the world were blue? Wait, it is blue too. <laughs> okay, then what if the world were purple? <laughs> That'd be exciting. I'd like that. That would be exciting. Yeah. Purple grass. I'd be down with purple grass, man. That'd be tight. I mean, I think we're always down with purple grass. Let's be honest. <laughs> Rewind. 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 You know what, though? I think that the bees might actually see purple grass. Ooh. Yeah, they might. Bee movie. This is this is an episode about bee movie. This is a podcast about movies and TV. It's called Green Faces on the Couch. Welcome, Couch Potatoes. I'm going to get it out of the way. If you like what you hear, you can join us at www.patreon.com slash greenfaceless and check out the wonderful tiers and merch opportunities there. Ding. Hell yeah. Ding, ding, dingling. Heck yeah. And uh, we're talking another TV show. This today, this yep. beautiful day, we didn't think this episode was going to happen. I'm having a lot of technical issues on my end. Yeah, it, and it's it, it's it's been a little weird. Yeah, yeah, enough to just like throw off all of my like uh, my my well, my whole personality, my whole my whole stigma, my energy I had, and it <laughs> tainted my energy. And I was like, oh man, I don't know if we're going to do this, but we're doing it. We're, we're doing here. It. What if yeah. we did it? <laughs> yeah. Wait, this, this is like months ago we watched this show. Really? And it's just, it's taken us all, I don't know what yeah, happened to it. Like, we just kind of, it, uh, it just kept falling under the rug. We wanted to do, I think it was just Halloween stuff. We were right, doing Halloween yeah. stuff. And, yeah, I think that was yeah. the main thing. And then we were like, well, we waited this long. What's what, We kind of want to talk about this. And, uh, yeah. like, somehow we snuck over the garden wall in there. And, uh, yeah. and, and, you know, that was great. I think it was good timing for that episode, so... Yeah, I was much happier talking over a garden wall than what if, let's be honest. <laughs> hey, yeah, I I will say up front that I, general thoughts, I was a little disappointed because of the high caliber of the other Marvel Disney shows. Right. I, I was expecting a little bit more. I'm so ready to get into it, but did you have a faceless pitch beforehand or should we just go right into it? Take me out to the living room. Take me out to my chair. Hand me my clicker and turn on the tube. I don't care if we even eat food. I'm pretty sure that the song is different each time. Welcome to the Faceless Pitch. I'm I keep hoping that you're just going to rhyme food with lube. <laughs> you're a dirty boy. I don't... Um, <laughs> I'm here to Turn talk on the to tube. you about Halston. 
That's right. Hulk. The name, the man, the brand, the fashion, the Ewan McGregor plays him. Um, it, huh. He, uh, you know, he's a fashion icon. You probably don't know, but <laughs> I don't, he, I don't. He was like super huge in late sixties through the eighties. And then he got really into Coke. As you do. Yeah, his empire kind of crumbled because of that. He also very uh, openly gay. I said that Halston was played by Ewan McGregor. Uh, his lover, most longtime lover, Victor Hugo, was played by Gianfranco Rodriguez. <clears throat> and they have this pretty twisted relationship. Victor Hugo is in. He, he he that's not his given name okay uh, yes i was but, like i was like hunchback and Notre Dame. in fact i was like no way in fact victor <laughs> uh is uh, starts out uh it, when they meet as a prostitute and victor gotcha. hugo he calls him that because he's victor hugo so halston he he also was very good friends with liza minnelli uh, who was portrayed by Krista Rodriguez, who honestly, like, my God, best interpretation of Liza Minnelli ever. <laughs> but I mean, I, I feel like Liza That's Minnelli... That's a hard act. Yeah, may, maybe. She's such a personality that maybe, honestly, she's kind of easy to imitate, but I feel like it's hard to really embody her as if she you were Liza Minnelli. And I think Krista Rodriguez did a great job. Not to say that Ewan McGregor did not do a great job as Halston. I think he did. I thought the last episode felt a little off, but I think they were trying to do something with accent work because Halston was from Indiana, like us. I don't know if we've actually Ooh. ever said that, but we, we are Hoosiers. We're transplanted Hoosiers. We, we, we came here from Area 51, as you all know, but this is where we've been bunking out. So, this show, I, I thought, was really well done. You know, it's a good bio-pick show. It's only five episodes long. The The cast does amazingly. We have David Pitu as uh, his illustrator, <laughs> Joe... What? I just said David Pitu! Pitu? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think just, that's how you say like, it. I'm sorry if it's I'm wrong. Sure, I'm sure, no, no, I'm sure it's right. It's just like all I hear is patoo. Patoo. Gunshot. So he also had, so Joe like is like his best friend really. And, and he, you know, illustrates all his ideas and, and whatnot. Uh, very integral to the plot and to uh, any designer is their illustrator according to this show i learned so much about fashion i think this between nice. this and american crime story uh the versace or was it versace well i don't remember the the, the second one not the the kubigan <laughs> jr one i'm pretty sure it was right. versace and it was really good secret Probably review of not. versace american crime story anyhow he is also friends with uh elsa Pretty, I know I pronounced that wrong too, but she's played by Rebecca De Jong, and just everybody just does a great job, and I enjoyed it a lot. And 
it somehow strangely had a happy feel good feeling at the end which I don't know <laughs> uh, I, it just didn't really seem to go with the vibe so based on that I say the ending's a little weird what do you think about Halston I mean it sounds interesting it's the it's world I like you know I love me a good a good viewpoint like that from the in the fashion industry too because I, I don't know anything about fashion no, like I, I've said it before on the podcast I watch a fashion show and I, I, I immediately like, what the fuck is she wearing? And everybody's like, oh my god, that looks so beautiful. And I'm just like, you fucking kidding me? Like that, she's wearing a goose. Like it, it's really, it's really weird to me. <clears throat> but like, I love the that those people in there. I love that theater atmosphere, which I feel right. like the fashion industry has a lot of that theater atmosphere too. It's just, it's, it sounds very interesting to me. And I don't know anything about the character, so. You know that's always fun. You know, I feel like a good, uh, good bio, biopic, bio show. It, it, it's interesting if they take a character not many people know, and find a great, entertaining story to tell. So right. you know, I'm, I, I'm, I may swing at it. I, it's going to be a very long time, but I may swing. At it. Sure, <laughs> I, I do recommend it. Yeah, go out there, check out Halston. Good um, LGBTQ plus story. Yeah. I mean, especially with only five episodes, that, that makes it really nice. How long are the episodes? I, uh, they're like roughly an hour. That's not bad. It's five hours. It's basically a very long movie. Uh, it, yeah. And it's epic in its scope because it, go, it stretches from like 63 to uh, like he made he made Jackie Kennedy's famous pillbox hat. Oh, gotcha. Nice. Yes. Okay. And and then and okay. he so he started out as a milliner so it, like that that yeah. too is kind of cool, and then he just exploded. Nice, I do love me some Jackie Onassis. She was a very exciting figure. Yes, yeah. I doubt she's in the show that much, but still, no, not really. I, mean, I, she, like, I don't even think yeah. they even got somebody to portray her. They just talked about it in the news and stuff, and like showed a picture, gotcha, a newsreel. And I like you and McGregor too. So like, yeah, I mean, yeah, fuck right. yeah, I definitely swing at that. Someday I'd definitely swing at it. Swing at Ewan McGregor, too. Hi, yeah. Ewan. Hi, Ewan. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. You, you ready to get into the main feature? You ready to talk yeah. some, some what if? What's what if we talked the what, what if, if we, talk we talked if? about it? What if? What what if we got a soda pop first? Do you think it's too early? Oh, you for want that? a soda pop? Yeah. No, you you want a soda pop? You Let's can go ahead and get a soda, soda pop. pop. That's fine. That's totally fine. Yeah. Are we back? Are we? I think maybe. That's a good question. Hey, potatoes, let us know. <laughs> yeah, just like what drop it in the comments. We were back. <laughs> so, what if? Marvel's What If came out after Loki, not too long after Loki yeah, ended. Too long. And. And what if started? Loki Loki broke the wall of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It introduced yeah. the multiverse. <gasps> oh gosh, yeah. multiverses. This is an immediate follow-up. It's immediate follow-up. And I'm gonna say it should have came before Loki. Even yeah. if it's a follow-up to the, the multiverse thing. And here's why. Because uh, I'm gonna say before we go into the, the show, and I'm very sorry, but it's on my brain. The Infinity Stones become very important in what if. Near the end... Right. Uh, we'll talk about it later, but it basically becomes another villain trying to get the Infinity Stones. And Loki 
literally was like, the Infinity Stones, those are a paperweight. We're going to introduce a way crazier villain who doesn't need that kind of shit because yes. that's just petty. So it makes it makes the main villain at the very end of What If so fucking like, I don't care. We've seen the <laughs> Infinity Stones and we've seen that they're no longer powerful or important, so but I don't he fucking care. is going to fuck everything up. Yeah, I know, but it, it, we'll get into it. All right. What if? <laughs> what if? Nine episodes, nine, like, 20, 20 minutes to 30 minute episodes of what if scenarios. You know, no, no, it, they're all canon episodes. They all take mm-hmm. place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because they all happen on their own different multiverses and their own different universes or whatever. But exactly, it's basically just... What if a specific scenario that we are already familiar with was changed slightly? So the very first episode, let me see if I got the title here. What if Captain Carter were the first Avenger? So instead of uh, Steve Rogers, you have, uh, what was her name? Peggy? Peggy Carter. Yes, exactly. Okay. And and there's so many different characters and stuff that like I want to give all these actors their shout outs, but there's just too many of them. We're not going to be able to do it. A lot of them were from a lot of their them. previous. Yeah, uh, not all of them, of but them. most most yeah most Captain, of the characters were voiced by the previous yeah, actors, namely Captain America, Black Widow, Iron Man. They were not the actors who we were familiar with, though they did pretty good impersonations i'd say yeah and, and the same with spider-man i know that caused a lot that, of you're uh, right he, it was not. controversy but one one actor to throw out there that was uh the actual voice actor is chadwick boseman like that yes. really shocked me i didn't know they had these audio recordings before his sad passing so that that was it amazing to see, hear awesome. him again it was pretty awesome to hear him again he obviously plays t'challa in a couple different forms and the show overall was created and written by AC Bradley. She's going to write the upcoming Miss Marvel movie, so that's cool. You know, we'll get to see more of her and like I don't I like the writing. The concepts are great. Right. The There's a lot of good ideas. Good. So, since you yeah. mentioned what if Captain Carter was the first Avenger? Mm-hmm. I was really excited about that one. Not because I had watched Captain Carter but because right. Wonder Woman proved that having an awesome warrior woman in a World War setting is awesome. <laughs> it is right. a great thing that needs we it's, need more of. You know, historical accuracy or not, it's just awesome. And yeah. it, it's also just a powerful image. And I don't think that they didn't make powerful images with this episode, but man, it felt like it fell flat. I don't feel like they, yeah. they, it did not feel like they were reaching for it. They just did the same story as if it were Captain Carter. And, and right. you know, I like, I did like what they did with Steve Rogers and the Hydra Smasher, but it just kind of felt like, oh, look, and this interpretation of Iron Man is going to tag along. But it was still the same exact story. I actually didn't like Steve Rogers as as the Hydra Smasher because it's 
you have this episode where it's like, we're going to empower a female character to be Captain America. Or, right. well, Captain United Kingdom, whatever she was. I think she was just Captain Carter. Okay, Captain Carter. Because she was she was for England. She had the, the her her shield has the English flag on it, which was so right. awesome. But it, but uh, I didn't like them be, because the whole what if is what if it wasn't Steve? What if he, right. what if he wasn't the Avenger? And yet they they seem like they still had to throw him in there. It's like, well, okay, even though we're gonna give Captain Carter superpowers, we're still gonna give Steve some Iron Giant kind of metal. You know, it's like, here we go. I said Iron Giant. I'm Iron Man, but it's the right. same thing. But, <laughs> but what it did, honestly, almost design wise, completely the same. It did look like stripes from Star Girl. Remember me talking about that? Like, yeah, Pat, yeah, I do. Yeah. Pat Dugan, played by Luke Wilson, sits in a robot just like the Hydra Smasher. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I mean, even the even the hydraulics look the same on the thing. I swear oh my to God. God, like they that's, ripped it off. <laughs> that's terrible. I I, I just kind of wish that that Steve had just died. Like I wish that in this in this yeah. version, well, he does. He had died, and it was just. <laughs> <laughs> I met him initially before he yeah, becomes Hydra. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just wish Hydra Smasher had never happened. It should yeah, have just okay. been Peggy. They should have just focused on a new, completely different story. It could still be uh, Red Skull. Is yeah. That his name? Red Skull. Gosh, I'm yeah. like, I'm struggling to remember the Captain America movie. Like, that's the, the <laughs> reddest racist. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Skull. We'll call him Skull. <laughs> so sorry, Mr. Skull. <laughs> but but like they could still do a similar story, but it really did just feel like a 30-minute retelling and hey look, Steve Rogers is still the hero. Yeah, it fell flat. It was right. a very weak start. I I felt the same way, and I, I was not really excited for episode two because I expected it to be the same thing. I thought right. it was just going to be the same stories, just slightly different. But I was genuinely surprised. Uh, honestly, why, why oh, yeah. can you remind us what the second episode w- was? Yeah, uh, second episode is, uh, what if T'Challa became a Star-Lord? And it, it was my favorite episode of the whole series. That was a great series. fucking episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. So beautiful. because So here's the thing. If if you know me, we haven't talked the Marvel Cinematic Universe yet. We haven't done that kind of a long play that that playlist. We've done a long playlist, but not that playlist. But when we get to Guardians of the Galaxy, you're gonna find out that I really fucking hate Peter Quill. I think he's, a, uh-huh. he's just like it, no offense to Chris Pratt, and I think he is really well acted. Right. I think the character. I hate the character. Right. Because he, all he does is fuck everything up all the fucking time, and so. In Infinity War, if he hadn't interfered, they would have gotten, you know, they would have been able to stop Thanos, pull the glove off of him, kept the snap from happening, but he got fucking mad, he got petty, he got selfish, he jumped in, interfered, and the snap fucking happened. Tragic flaw. Exactly. And and with with episode two, what if T'Challa became a Star-Lord instead of Peter Quill, Thanos... Is a good guy with a weird <laughs> fetish about wanting to cause genocide. <laughs> so yeah, so, so T'Challa just talked him down. Like <laughs> T'Challa just talked him down. He was just chill. 
Like, if Peter Quill was never a hero, we wouldn't have even had to worry about Thanos. <laughs> but isn't that genocide? No, it's not genocide because it's <laughs> random. <laughs> And he has to explain it. Like, oh, no, no. If I just like oh, that, it's, it's so also bad. Josh Brolin that he came back to do it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's good. And and Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa, beautiful to hear him again. He does a great job as a, a, a T'Challa that's not weighed down by the weight of his kingdom. You know, he is. He is just. He's a Star Lord. He's just you know he's doing right. what Peter Quill was doing and and Guardians of the Galaxy. So he just gets to relax. He gets to be right. just himself. He doesn't. And it's like, a beautiful he, look at this character. Yeah, he doesn't have to be this princely figure or this king. Rather, that's just where he starts out in in this verse. Well, our verse rather. But right. I would like to say I don't know if we want to talk about every single episode, but they did do zombies marvel zombies in the next episode uh, well, in, the, and, in the fifth it was a it was a little ways down oh, oh okay i'm sorry oh that, that's right the next one is the next one's the next one was okay that that one i think the next two were okay that's right yeah the next two you're you're exactly right i liked the doctor strange one a little bit better than the one where the entire avengers gets assassinated <laughs> I just don't want people to be like, hey, spoilers. No, it's the fucking That's title. The fucking We're not title. spoiling it, shit. The title is, what if the world lost its mightiest heroes? That's literally it. Right? And Exactly. It, it They were just okay. I didn't like the yeah, ending, it was fine. I guess, of that one. But I thought the ending of the, the Doctor Strange one was pretty good. It was just depressing. It, it was, was so depressing. very depressing. It was very depressing. And then Zombies... I mean, it was fun to watch. I guess <laughs> right? it was. It was a very interesting take. That's that. I always like that idea of like, what if you have an established universe now pour in some zombies? I like that. <laughs> yeah, I do. I think it's fun. Yeah, it, it was fun to see what that would look like in the Marvel world. But God, it, it, just coming right after that Strange episode, the Doctor Strange episode, right. I was just, I was so uber depressed. It was so hard to return to this show because the, like the, the zombies episode and the Doctor Strange episode, I'm like, man, do you want me to be happy at all? Like, is there any happy what if universe? <laughs> like, my goodness. It was so sad. And like, I do like the zombies episode. I think it had some really cool moments, but it's the most, I think it's the one where you, you first start to realize, oh, they're definitely doing a season two. Like, it doesn't have an ending. That's the the zombie one definitely did not have an ending. You're right. And I honestly I'd be down for a season two. I think the concept alone is great. I just thought that Oh, it's been renewed. Good. Because I enjoyed it enough that I'd like to watch more. But I also am a huge Twilight Zone fan and I like Black Mirrors. I haven't kept up on it, but I do like Black Mirrors. I, I love anthology shows. They're they're good. That's all there is to say about it, really. But the next one, I don't know if it ties with the T'Challa became a Star Lord, but what if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? That's where it kind of turned back around for me. I thought yeah, that, that was, that was, that was a my second favorite episode. Episode. Michael B. Jordan does play Killmonger, 
and he becomes Tony Stark's best friend, but only just to make the the greatest power play in the world. And you know, you could say that's a right. a, a spoiler, but it's fucking Killmonger, so it, it's, it's great. fucking great. I love Killmonger. Yeah. Like I don't, I was not much into the Marvel world uh, until the Marvel Cinematic Universe started. You know, but when I was right. young, it was definitely DC Comics. Sam Raimi films happen. I was like, all right, DC Comics plus Spider Man, I can deal with that. And then, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe happened. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I should dip my toes more into this universe because I don't know right. practically anything about it. And bef- before Black Panther movie, I would have said that my favorite Marvel villain was probably like Doc Ock or something. You know, something that I, I know. I mean, in Spider-Man 2. <laughs> yeah, I loved, I loved Alfred Molina as Spider-Man in Spider-Man 2. For sure. And like, I know that's not a very uh, loyal Doc Ock interpretation but it was fucking great it was a good i like the interpretation yeah it's so beautiful and but then black panther happened i was like oh i really liked michael b jordan as killmonger i wonder if he holds up in the comics too and i bought and read all of christopher christopher priest's uh, christopher priest's run of black panther which prominently features uh, eric killmonger love him instantly like my favorite marvel villain well i would love to read that yeah definitely and 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 that was one of my second favorite episode because i, I love me some killmonger and michael b jordan coming back in that voice the, yeah the shit that the plans he has like how how it's good terrifying it's a he good be. plan yeah. i mean so that's the thing like that that's what i wanted i wanted these characters so mixed turned around that the 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 stories that you're telling me are completely new this was a completely new story where the first one was just a carbon copy so i'm happy that they didn't go that route for all of them i'm so happy same i i totally agree with you there the next episode there's only like two more episodes or three more episodes after that as well and yeah (laughs) yeah you have you have party thor party thor is a lot of fun I don't remember what it's actually called. It's like what it's if called, uh, what, what if, if Loki's It was what if Thor were an only child. That's it. And yeah, I, I just call it Party Thor because that's all it is, is it's just Thor who destroys worlds by going around and partying so fucking hard <laughs> that the world it just dies. It just it collapses. When I watched it I didn't like it, but thinking back on it, I think I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just it's what the show needed because it's like it was so uber depressing in the middle and then you had the killmonger episode and it's like all right i'm getting back into this and then this show this episode happens and it's like oh thank god they did have a funny episode right i feel like it should have been in the middle though yeah whoever put this season together like they needed to restructure a lot of these episodes i think to make it to make it hit home a little better like Captain carter right. should have been shoved somewhere in the middle you know, just kind of dump that one under the rug. Put your best in the front. Put your best at the end, and then have a have a comedic relief in the middle. Like it should have, it should have been restructured, definitely. Right. But I was just happy that there was one funny episode, and I was happy that it was you know just centered around Thor having a damn good time. I thought that was fun. That was fun. I don't think it was a great episode. No. It it, it <laughs> makes it makes I think top four. But (laughs) But that's honestly because like the ones that are just okay, they're just okay. And then I'm sorry, the Captain Carter one just wasn't very good in my opinion. That's because they weren't brave enough with it. 
So I agree with you. I think before we talk about the next two episodes, because we talked about the rest of them, we might as well. I think it is right. time to introduce our guide into the multiverse. Yes. The Watcher. Thank you. Uwatu. Not Stanley. Not Stanley, but you know no. I know that's like what we wanted the whole time going on, but you know what what were they gonna do? It could have been. Right. That, that if 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 he would have made it, if he would have been maybe five or ten years younger, that that would have been right. really cool. But I think Jeffrey Wright was the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> I like what you did there. I, I agree with you. I think his voice is just fabulous as yes. this character. He does a great job. It's awesome. And they did a really good job of modeling the character off of him because, you know, all mm. these other characters are modeled after, after real people because they were played right. by, by um, real people. Right. So I think they did a very good job of modeling and making it look like Uatu and Jeffrey Wright at the same time. They did a great job. Right. I'm very interested in how they're going to do that live action, you know, how how it's mm-hmm. going to look. So, you know, maybe maybe it's already happened with Eternals. I don't know. I haven't seen Eternals yet. But I would I really want to see that just because yeah, it's so different. I've been, yeah, I've been I've been pushing off reviews like as as hard as I fucking can. Like I don't want to hear I don't want to see people's opinions of it. I haven't been seeing, you know, the brief things I've seen haven't looked good. Right. But a guy I work with, a guy I work with thought it was really great. So that's, who knows? Hopefully, cool. it's great. I like. I want Chloe Zhao to keep keep having great movies. So yeah, me too. Know, I mean, Nomadland. <laughs> Nomadland. Damn, it's fucking crazy. But let's uh, let's finish this. Let's Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Should we put up like a wall, maybe, or should we decide after we're talking to do that? Uh. I'll just yeah. Let's let's try to keep it as Excuse low me. key as possible. <laughs> low key, the low key. Uh, I don't remember what the title is, but I think it's "What If Ultron Won." That is correct. Is it episode nine or eight? Episode eight. That's correct. Yeah, it's 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 just that 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 idea. What if Ultron just kept going? If he beat the Avengers and just kept on. And this is this is where I at, at the beginning I talked about the Infinity Stones. He's the one who's get going after the Infinity Stones, and he gets them exactly. And yeah, it's terrifying. I'm not gonna deny that you know uh, Ultron with the Infinity Stones is just as equal of a threat as you know uh, Thanos with the Infinity Stones. Uh, I mean, I would say it's actually a bigger threat. Thanos right. had to just you know half of the universe. Ultron doesn't have an endpoint. He and wants he to also, just keep going. He also builds a technology around him so that it doesn't even affect his synthetic body. Like the power of using the stones nearly killed Thanos, and he's super fucking strong. Yeah, yeah it, it, I agree. It, it, it just it just feels like what DBZ always did. You know, it's right. like all right, we we need the next villain. How about same concept? Just stronger. Get the <laughs> Dragon Balls. It'll all be okay. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't, it just... When we got here, and it, that became the big thing. You know, the Watcher's been watching everything. And then, uh-oh, Ultron just noticed the Watcher. And right. now the Watcher's like, oh shit, I have to protect myself because now this guy is aware that we exist and that there's a multiverse. Right. And... And that's when this whole show starts to come together, when when everything 
starts to circle back for the finale. And it just left me wondering why these people, he, you know, the Watcher assembles a team, the Avengers of the Multiverse or whatever they're called. Right. And it's, it's all these characters that we've built in the last few episodes from one on. And why this team? Like, yeah. what made them the one? <laughs> I don't the get one, it. The, the, the one I don't... The, the real part I don't understand is the T'Challa and Killmonger in the same room on the same team. That's exactly. the one I, I like, don't understand. Um, like, why? But I, I would say <laughs> they have a specific set of skills. <laughs> I don't know... You're, I mean, you're right. I have no, I have nothing to say against it except for like dark Doctor Strange. I don't yeah, understand really why they went with these choices. Like, Party Boy Thor, <laughs> like, you like could why? pick the frog it- Thor and be probably better off. I Fuck mean, yeah, release Thor, and that would have been a great episode too. Yeah, it really would have. I just, I don't, I don't get the, I feel like it has to be like, it's such a stupid decision. He won't expect it coming kind of thing. <laughs> he won't, like, maybe. <laughs> like he ran through, he ran through all of the choices and he's like, that is the worst possible choice they can come up with. Easily not going to be the one they're going to do. And then they threw it at him. He's like, what the fuck? Uh, like, okay, maybe that's a good excuse. I don't know. It, it just it ended weird for me. I did not care for the last two episodes. They were interesting, but it 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 was just like this is what it's all been building up to. I was kind of hoping you just do two more unconnected episodes that were just what ifs. You know, sure. I like know. just kept an anthology. Maybe maybe it would have been yeah. stronger if they would have just kept an anthology. But I don't know. I kind of like the making the watcher like have to get involved because that's always been Uatu's plot is that he's yeah. not supposed he's sworn an oath just to watch from his base on the moon and right <laughs> and then he all of a sudden decides there is no other way but to get involved yeah i just i feel like it would have more weight if they had gone all of this phase, all of this new saga that they're doing until like the very end when they're facing, who knows, Kang the Conqueror or whoever. Right. And it's, you know, it's this, it, it's this entry's like biggest bad. And he's like, I have to get involved. It had so much more weight then. Right. But like doing it up front, like as you said, it's his only plot line. Of course I was expecting it. Yeah. Like exactly. it's, it's all they do with him. Or, or even if they would have waited for like the third season of this. Yeah. To do that. Yeah. Because like like you said, we're expecting that. But if you would have just kept this particular season completely anthological, it would have been good. Uh I think it yep. I don't know I and still enjoyed the story though. I, I like the episodes. Um I liked Michael Spader as Ultron. Was it Michael Spader? It sounded like him. He did Yeah, it. I wasn't sure. No, no, no. It was Ross Mark. Marquand, Marquand. Hmm. Thank you for doing it. I thought you were Michael Spader. Yeah, <laughs> he still did a good. Yeah, he still did a good job. Well, no, that's. I think that is really what if. Like, what if we did close? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, if I were to close on it, you know, I like a high concept 
animation show. Like yeah. that, that really excites me. I hate shitting on it because I'm I'm very appreciative and I thought the animation was beautiful, but like it wasn't good animation in my opinion. Right. It was very subpar. Like I don't know if you've ever seen any of the recreations of like a lost Doctor Who episode. They're very subpar, very cheap animations, and I was getting that vibe from this where I was just like, you're Disney, you couldn't have yeah. swung for something a little closer to Studio Ghibli or like, you know, yeah. so- something beautiful. I wasn't that huge of a fan of the style either. I I will say that. And I know somebody put some hard work into this. So Right. Like like it and That's why I wouldn't say that it's bad animation. It just did not suit my fancy. It felt a little blocky. Yeah, it, it's it's it is good animation. I feel like cuz again, like as I said, I hate shit on animation because I can't do that and I right. I'm, I'm just like always I'm always super awed by animation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this animation style would work on like a Cartoon Network show or like, you know, something a little low or lo- like lower key, but it just high budget Marvel Disney show. I expect something, you know, right. a little more flashy. I 100% agree. Yeah. And, and the concepts were good. I, I give it two and a half stars. It was, it was entertaining enough. I, I feel like it should have come before Loki and I feel like the the episode structure should definitely have been rearranged. Yeah, but it's 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 all right. I'll come back for a season two, of course. But it's it falls just before Falcon and Winter Soldier, and far after Wandavision right now. Right, if that makes sense. I'm with you uh, on that ranking. I think we have the same ranking for the shows. Well, I don't know. Actually, Loki Loki was... I don't know if I like WandaVision or Loki more. The concept in WandaVision, I just adore. I do, too. Uh, well, okay, but this show, I'd give it a face. I think, you know, they're char- characters that I love. They're doing interesting things. I was really hoping that it would be a face-and-a-half show for me. So I am a right. little disappointed in it. That's and I think that's what we'll have to say about it. But I will come back for more episodes because anthology kind of gets me like yeah. that. Another thing that's disappointing is you know two two easy what if ideas that could have easily introduced characters into the main Marvel Cinematic Universe. What if Fantastic Four? What if X? Right. Like, yeah. Those were easy. Yeah, easy this was an, an opportunity for that. But you know maybe. Those plans were in the works when they were already producing yeah. this because it does take a long time to do animation. Yeah, yeah. This is a very, I think this was like started back in like 2018 or whatever. I believe it. I mean, you know, Chadwick Bozeman's involvement says that by itself. Right. It's oh, so sad. I was, I, I was just so surprised and so happy to hear his voice again. For sure. I think that's the show. Yeah, I think so, too. I think we've we've talked it. And uh, I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faceless Leon. (laughs) Safe travels and goodnight. (laughs) Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. If you like the show, please show your support by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, subscribe wherever you might listen. We also now have a Patreon account. If you feel so inclined to support us in a financial manner, please become a patron by visiting patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. You can also find more information about us 
on our Facebook account or on the FictionWorks19 Instagram account. Thank you so much for listening.